the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. It's Friday night. <laughs> yes, it is Friday night. Um, but I got to tell you guys, I'm at, you know, I usually I say that Monday is my favorite day of the week, but I got to tell you guys, I got to be honest, I'm pretty dang happy that it's Friday. It's been a long one, my babies. And whatever you're doing, though, if you're on your way in your car on your way home, you just enjoy the beautiful San Diego sunshine that we got going on today, this glorious weather. Hopefully you got some AC going because it's going to be a hot one. And I'm like a lizard. I love the heat. Stick me on a rock in the sun. So I'm actually super excited for this weekend, particularly after we came off of so many months of like rainy, crappy weather. So I'm in an especially good mood tonight. Got lots of uh, great topics to share with you guys. I know you got lots of choices where you get your information and where you tune in. And that's why we always make sure we bring you the best content anywhere. Yeah, I said it. The best content anywhere. Okay. Uh, We've got updates on you guys on the Georgia indictments of Donald Trump to bring to you guys. We've got a crazy update to give you from California here. Yeah, California. California has passed a really frightening law. If you don't, if you have children in the state, now might be a good time to pack it up and, and hit the road after this weekend, though, because the weather is going to be too gorgeous. We've got Bob Walters, our education contributor, is going to be here at the bottom half of the hour, and then we'll be rolling into hour two. We've got a couple of fun Friday fun day topics for you guys. Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man, the OG. People were asking me the other day. How sad are you? How much do you miss DJ Tater Skins? And I'm like, you know what? Real deal. I miss my boy. But you know what? Who's back in the house with me? The OG. The one, the only, except no substitutes, for DJ Carrot Sticks. We are delighted to be joined by a lifelong friend, incredible guy, tough guy, somebody with a tremendous heart also. But he is strong. He can take it. DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah. Happy Friday, Andrea. Mm-hmm. That's AK-47, baby. AK in the easy, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a schmood, man. Can you tell I'm in a schmood? Well, yeah. What was your What was your roller derby name? Oh, it was Steel Magnolia. Steel Magnolia. There <laughs> you go. Yeah. <laughs> do I need to revive Steel Magnolia? I think so. I, I think, think we need to do an AK show. <laughs> yes, we need to do an AK show. Over with the San Diego Roller Derby, Mia Still Magnolias, DJ Carrot Sticks. He maybe we'll even see if they'll let you ride around the rink in that thirteen footer of yours. That'd be awesome. Carry, carrying your boombox, baby. Yeah. What do you think? I'll have yeah. I'll supply the music. 
I'll, I'll play all the bumper music that you love, like that 90s R&B, hip-hop stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'll just be oh, riding yeah. behind you as you take people out, <laughs> elbowing to the left. With my hip checks. No, you know what would be a good song for that? That ludicrous song. Move! Get out the way! Get out the yeah. way! <laughs> Before you get hit with the steel, babies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm glad to have my man, Carrot Sticks, in the house. He makes me giggle, especially in the middle of all these serious topics we got to get into. But I laughed today. I got to tell you, when I heard <laughs> the Georgia grand jury, I got family all across the state in Georgia, okay? But I mock them so much. I call them the Bubba's because <laughs> they're... they're um, well, I can't, I can't, I gotta be careful what I say here because I do love my Georgia family. But let's just say, I think, I think the Shovel Brothers in, in Slidell, yes, we had a group of locals we called the Shovel Brothers. The Shovel Brothers in Slidell were smarter than most of the Bubba's in Georgia, okay? Everybody in the country seems to think of the Deep South as being all equally dumb, right? Uh, there's actually a hierarchy, okay? And I'm Georgia- not a smart man. <laughs> Georgia is kind of it's definitely below Louisiana and even Mississippi uh, where where I come from. So I had to laugh today when I saw that this Georgia grand jury, the one that indicted indicted Donald Trump and 18 different co-defendants for basically practicing law. um, Today, it was revealed that they actually wanted to indict 30 people. And I, I quipped to somebody earlier, I'm like, well, who did they leave off? The person who wrote the screenplay to Glitter? Because, yeah, I'm still mad about that one. <laughs> if you're going to indict 30 people, I've got to, I want to, how about you invent the person, you indict the person who invented pokey, okay? We've got too many pokey shops in San Diego. Do you agree, Sticks? Yeah. Go. Oh, I don't like seafood anyway, so, but I agree. I mean, Everything's pokey. who's eating this stuff? They it, got, it's they, basically they, just sushi without the rice and the seaweed. They got lazy yeah. and just put it in a bowl. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's no demand for this. There was no, if you know, I, 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 so yeah, I would have been glad if they had added the inventor of pokey and sushi onto the indictment list because that's how ridiculous it is. In fact, they try, they wanted to indict this Georgia grand jury, and jury, and it just goes to show it's that old adage that a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich, and that's you know clearly evidence from the fact that they wanted to indict. David Perdue and Leffler, I don't remember her first name. She was the one that that got in trouble for some insider trading. And they were the Republicans that were running for the Senate. And remember, there was a Senate runoff in January of 2021. Who actually believes that Leffler and Perdue were doing anything to try to stop the Georgia electors from being counted, right? They didn't speak up. There was a couple of rallies, but, uh, you know, they weren't really pushing back hard. I think they might have attended a rally maybe with Sidney Powell, but there was no attempt on their parts because in, in, one of the reasons is, is down in Georgia, they didn't, they wanted the citizens, the Republican Party wanted the locals, of which my family are, wanted the locals to go down there and vote. So they really, you know, they didn't really want a lot of talk about the election fraud. But anyway, they wanted to indict Leffler and Purdue, and then they also wanted to indict Lady Graham. For those who don't remember, Lindsey Graham, he may be Grant, also known as Lindsey Gramnesty. He may be known as Lady Graham because we, you know, we all know, we all suspect, I guess I should say, that his toenails are painted pink and he walks around the house in some red pumps, if you get my drift. But what a lot of people don't know is he was actually a former federal prosecutor. 
And, and you also know, so you combine somebody who was a former federal prosecutor with somebody who's a squishy rhino Republican, and that's not somebody who's going to step, step a pink polished toenail in a red pump across any kind of line, certainly not on behalf of Donald Trump. So when he found out today, when Lady Graham found out today that they'd wanted to indict him, he had this to say. Sticks, I think we have the clip of Lady Graham. What do you think of the report being released today, its contents, and what the recommendation was from the special grand jury? You know, I have... Uh... I'm very worried about the country right now. I was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. This election was contested in courts in multiple states. I had to explain to the people of South Carolina my vote. Had to decide whether or not to have a hearing about the allegations in Georgia and other places. Uh, I called around different states, including Georgia. As a sitting United States Senator, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, I eventually certified the election in all states, including Georgia. I didn't find any evidence of mass voter fraud, but I did have concerns about the mail-in ballot systems in Georgia and other places. This is troubling for the country. We can't criminalize senators doing their job when they have a constitutional requirement to fulfill. Well, you know what else we can't criminalize? Lady Graham, we can't be criminalizing anybody's freedom of speech. We can't be criminalizing any American citizens. American citizens are just as important as you, Lady Graham. Everybody else who was indicted is just as important as you and had just as much of a right as you to get on the phone, whether it was Trump or any of his attorneys, and do what one, one of the attorneys that was indicted in Georgia actually was indicted for the very same thing that he did on behalf of Al Gore back in 2000. There was absolutely no passion whatsoever. Lady Graham may be wearing, as I said, I suspect he wears some pink toenail polish and wear red pumps, but there's more passion going on in any red pumps he might be wearing than anything that he just said. This is a former federal prosecutor. He should be as outraged over this, not just about, not just about the fact that they were considering indicting him, but that they have indicted fellow attorneys for doing nothing but practicing law and actually following the Constitution. The Constitution provides mechanisms for American citizens Senators, Congress people, presidential candidates, and beyond to petition the U.S. government from a variety of different means, including through the courts. And they are being persecuted, punished, and prosecuted as a result. And as a former federal prosecutor, he, 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 he certainly is better able to articulate and with more passion that why he's so worried about this country. Did he sound worried about this country to you? Because he certainly didn't sound it to me. We, how is it that he can be that passionate when you remember when he was talking about Brett Kavanaugh and how horrible the Democrats were to Brett Kavanaugh? Well, you know what? The Democrats are being far worse to Americans that are thrown in gulags, Americans that are subject to the persecution of the FBI and the Department of Justice being treated far worse than Brett Kavanaugh ever was. And oh, by the way, Lady Graham was there when all those Democrats actually broke into the Kavanaugh hearings and broke into the Capitol and did far more in the course of trying to obstruct a, a, an official hearing and proceeding than what happened on January 6th. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift it back out here to Cali. We're going to share with you guys the law that's about to be signed by Gavin Newsom. And if you're a parent, you need to hear it. Stay tuned. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 
Did you guys know that California has declared August to be Transgender Month, Transgender Recognition Month or something? It doesn't matter what they're calling it. Uh, it's just I don't I didn't know there was a month left, by the way, uh, that wasn't already dedicated to some CRT, LBGTQ or whatever. I mean, we already had Pride Month, right? It was supposed to be Pride Day that it started, then it became Pride Week, then we had Pride Month, and then even after Pride Month in July, then San Diego turned right around and had a whole week in, in July of Pride Month. And now we've got August is Transgender Awareness Month in the state of California. It is a shock and awe, all day, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year push to transgender, to transition the entire country into transgenderism in one way or another. Whether they're wanting your kid to transition or whether they're wanting you to to uh, date somebody. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, TikToks I'm seeing today, and I warned about this a while back, that uh, the pressure is on now for biological men <clears throat> uh, to date, quote, trans women, which are biological males masquerading as women. Otherwise, you're bigoted. And I think we're going to start seeing more and more pressure on that end coming. There is pressure on parents right now. <clears throat> at this stage, at this step, the pressure is on parents going through some kind of custody case with their children. And we've all heard the stories out there of, um, like, there's one story of a California man who had a one-night stand, basically, with a woman. And they had the, had the baby. She is considered bipolar and mentally ill. <clears throat> she is now transitioning the boy he doesn't want to be transitioned as a boy and the judge has basically said well you know that's you know you both have equal time for custody but i'm not going to step into this gender situation well that's changing because california has now passed ab 957 which will grant judges the authority to remove child custody from parents who refuse to affirm their kid's gender identity. So in the case of the young man in San Francisco, he wanted the judge to deny his wife his ex-custody because she was trying to transition his son into being a girl against the child's will and against his, and the judge refused to weigh in on it. Now we're going to have a flip of it, and that's bad enough. That's bad enough that you've got two parents and one gets to mutilate and destroy the child without the consent of the other parent. The family court was supposed to be deciding on custody issues related to a child's welfare, right? You've got a mother that's mentally ill on record. You've got a child who's saying, I'm a boy, I'm not a girl, and the, and the judge refuses to weigh in. That's abdicating his job. Well, now the state of California has decided that's not good enough. It's bad enough. That we got judges not stepping in. No, we want judges to step in to, quote, affirm their kids' gender identity. Uh, children's identity, all human beings' identity, is already affirmed in the sex in which they're born. But Ashley Zavala, California Capitol correspondent, broke the news um, that the lawmakers have sent to um, Newsom a proposed law that would require judges to affirm uh, a child's identity in custody cases. And basically, <clears throat> if you've got, um, so in the case of the San Francisco judge, what would now happen would be instead of the judge saying, I'm not going to weigh in on it, but you both have equal time with this child. Now the judge will say, yeah, uh, uh, father, you don't want to go along with the transitioning of this child. You no longer get to see your kid. You're not going to have any participation in uh, custody. Its sole custody will be in the parent who's transitioning the child. Here's what one of the uh, liberals had to say about it. One of the liberals had to to say that 
um, you know, uh, what's going that all parents affirm a child's identity as it is already as it is their gender identity. They've just been doing it in the form of of affirming what the doctors are telling them to affirm. Now parents will be able to affirm a child's actual identity. Uh, this is child abuse. What's going on? <clears throat> and also to to those that think that this is only an issue for those going through divorce. Um, it, it's not, this will extend past that because you will have, um, you will have disputes going on inside the home where one parent wants to transition a child and the other doesn't. And, you know, um, the, the child will be removed from the home. We've already know that California wants a law where 12 year olds can, can, uh, emancipate themselves from parents and go to like homes for transgender children. We also know that, <clears throat> that um, parental rights all across this country are being denied parents. And the state has basically said all across the country, various states and government officials have said, including Joe Biden, these are not your children. Trudeau, Justin Trudeau in Canada the other day, posted a video. I posted it on my socials. And he says to the parents, moms, actually says to the moms, moms, I need you to step out of the room for a minute so I can talk to your kids privately. Okay, moms, step outside, and he waits. Are there any moms out there that went out of the room and let this grown man talk to their kid? What kind of creeper? What kind of creeper commie does that? I mean, besides Joe Biden, I don't know if you guys saw the video today. He's over there in India or Bangladesh, I think it is, uh, for some kind of state you know, meeting or whatever. And Garcetti, former you know, um, <clears throat> disgraced uh, L.A. Uh, district attorney, I think he was, uh, Garcetti is over there now as an ambassador. And Joe Biden's creepy you know, behavior towards uh, this man's young daughter is disturbing to me. Even more disturbing to me is that he, he lets Joe Biden put his hands on his daughter. And, of course, he, you know, he didn't put them in, in, on her private parts, but it was still inappropriate. So that's but let me tell you, so goes California. If California is going to start having judges in the courts step in, you think about what, what the, the courts are doing to deny our constitutional rights to persecute and prosecute any of us who are conservatives, any of us who are Christians, our speech, our right to protest, our right to not take a shot, our right to um, believe what we want to believe, the, the right to exercise our free religion. I mean, in particular, our parental rights all across this country, the courts are being weaponized against us. It's lawfare. It's absolute lawfare. In California, one of the things I don't understand is why the Republican Party went along with judges not having to put their party affiliation on their candidate, uh, their candidacy. Do you understand that, Sticks? I, I mean, I don't understand why the Republican Party went along with that. It's supposed to be non-political position, but it's very political. That's just another example of the Republican Party having led us down a path. Because there's there, the Department of Justice has been been actually been weaponized against us for a really long time. I started talking about how how the government was amassing more and more and more power to the Justice Department long before Trump came down the escalators. And it's been obvious for a while. We've seen it through the immigration courts. Right. We've seen it through the immigration courts. Speaking of immigration. The, the alleged ladies of The View are upset today at Eric Adams because he dared to complain about the illegal immigration in this country. Here's what alleged uh, lady Sonny, Sonny Hostin had to say about it. Uh, Sticks, if you have the clip politically torn countries and they're looking for refuge and I thought this country with its big you know statute of liberty give me your your week and and all of this is supposed to be the country that accepts people yes and um, I'm disappointed in Mayor Adams I supposed to be the country that accepts people we already do 
And give me your poor, your huddled masses is not intended to mean that we have an open border. We have never been a country that had an open border. You don't have a nation if your border is open. It's not what this country has ever been about. And when we had the influx of migrants coming in after World War II, we actually then turned around and had a two-year moratorium on anybody coming into this country. And people are supposed to go to come to this country legally. Then they're supposed to assimilate into this country. And that's not what's happening. On top of it, they're not all coming here from politically torn countries. They're coming here from, from uh, and even Eric Adams said it himself, from Venezuela, Ecuador, Western Africa, Russian-speaking countries, Mexico. 99% of them don't qualify for asylum. Just because you're broke in the country you're in is not a political reason to come to, the, to, come to this country. The only people that were supposed to be, uh, be safe when they put a toe to the soil in the United States as an immigrant, as an illegal immigrant, were Cubans because of communism. That's it. Everybody else is supposed to come into this country legally. It's why we have a border. And I'm so sick and tired of these brain-dead bents saying this kind of crap in the country about the country. There's too many Americans, and, 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 and all you've got to do is ask somebody who came to this country legally from a Venezuela or from a Cuba and ask them what they think about what's happening in this country. Remember back in the, I think it was, it might have been the 2020 presidential uh, uh, the Republican con- convention where there was a Cuban in Florida who said that what he sees going on in this country right now is exactly the system from which he fled. We're going to take a break. We come back. It's Friday. That means Bob Walters will be here, education contributor. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. You can call me lots of things, except a Democrat. <laughs> then fighting words. <laughs> Glad to have you guys with me along for the ride tonight. You know Fridays means Bob Walters. He's always here with his education segments, and, and he always brings us stories that nobody else is talking about in the news. And no doubt that's going to be the case this week. But, Bob, kick us off with some good news. You got any? Yeah, got several points of good news. First of all, New Jersey District calls on state legislators to hold special session to protect parents' rights. This is an effort led by two mothers who feel the state needs to stand up for them. So it's, it's a good sign of more parents standing up for what we need in this country. It's good. Well, yeah, because I was reporting in the last segment about here in California, uh, it's the AB 957 or what it is where judges can remove a, you know, remove a parent, uh, a, a, a remove custody from a parent if they don't go along with transitioning of a child is about to be signed by Gavin Newsom. It's on its way to him. So <clears throat> the left is just... Yeah. You know, doing everything they can to get parents out of the way so that they can, you know, seize control of the little mind. So every little success we have in pushing back and regaining ground against that is great news. It is. Then I got two more districts in California voted to keep parents informed of their kids who display transgender tendencies, suicidal thoughts, or even involved in violence. This adds to the many districts that have already taken the stand, despite the teachers union. Mm-hmm. Shasta County and Temecula Valley are now on the list of 24 school districts in the state that have stood up against the school district, the teachers union. Excellent. I'm not surprised about Temecula. A lot of conservatives up in that area, in Temecula, Murrieta area. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, and Shasta County, they're the ones that changed the rules on, on, on voting with, without the machine. 
That's true. I forgot about Shasta <laughs> County. Way up north, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then you got Spreckles, like Spreckles Sugar, Union School District, has settled with a mother over attempts to transition their daughter, her daughter without their her knowledge. She was awarded $100,000 due to the effort on her sixth grade daughter by the Spreckles School District. Sixth grade. Wow. I wish she'd gotten more than a hundred thousand. I wish they'd felt a little bit more financial pain on that. Um, but that's, that's still a great news story. And it reminds me of this mom who says that, uh, her daughter ran away and ended up being sex trafficked because the school was trying to transition her. And, um, and then the, so the, the, she, the girl ran off and ended up being trafficked. So it's just so devastating what the, what these lefties are trying to do, uh, behind parents' backs. Yeah, and it's just hate, hateful for America and the family. I don't know. It's yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then number four, we got three ballot initiatives that have been given to the Democratic Attorney General in California by Protect Kids California Group. One would stop gender-affirming and transitioning treatments on minors of any type. Another would require the bathrooms and locker areas to be segregated by biological sex. And the final of the three would demand that all districts notify parents of any kid who wants to change sex. So that's a good statewide effort. It's coming. It's going to be on the ballot. That's a great statewide in. effort. And, you know, you're the only one talking about it. We need it. We need a lot more media on that. You know, we need a lot of attention on this, you know, so that the parents out, can, can be out there and helping to support this. Because we know there's success when parents push back. You're always sharing the good news stories when parents push back and they want to keep parents in the dark, obviously. And this is this is an effort that parents could get behind. Yeah, it is really. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep track of it. I'll bring up it. I'll bring it up in the future. OK. OK. Former Governor Brown has stood up to support charter schools in Napa County schools up north, which has seen major resistance by the teachers union. He said they would be good for students and are disappointed the school board was even considering eliminating charter schools in the district. Wow. Who'd have thought Governor Moonbeam would be pro? That just goes to show, Bob, how far left California has gotten when when Governor Moonbeam is, you know, in line with conservatives on an issue compared to Democrats. It is true. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) All right. Here's a strange one. It just happened uh, this past week. The courts in California have agreed to allow children to sue the state for their refusal to offer good education. The first trial is set for November 13th under a judge appointed by Governor Brown, which will hear the case by seven students who feel the state has deprived them of a good education and they want millions of dollars to compensate for the failure. Well, that's fascinating. I'm curious <laughs> what their case is based on. Because yeah. it could be, and I don't know if you ha- if you have those details yet. I don't know if it's that they're they this is some lefty tactic, to where they're going to allege that they were denied learning about CRT, or if this is actually going to be something on the up and up, to where you've got students who are saying, you know, I was pushed through and time to graduate, and I can't add two plus two. Well, the trial's two months off, so I'll get I'll get some more detail on it. Yeah, definitely. That. I definitely want to hear updates on that. And, and as we get closer, we should be learning more about what the evidence is. And so, um, I agree. And the, yeah, so that's interesting. And, you, and again, another story nobody else is talking about. <laughs> the liberal superintendent of North Monterey County has been terminated after years of battle with parents who complained she was incompetent 
and dumbed down education. They got rid of her. Took a few years. Good news. Good. You know, it took a few years. Listen to what Bob just said. You know, if you don't do a good job in um, in the private sector, if you're working for a company, if you're working for a construction company and you build something wrong and it costs the company, you know, tons of money, they fire you, right? But if you work for one of these unions in these school districts, as, well, I mean, they'll fire you right away if you're a conservative, if you're a teacher that, you know, um, wants to say prayer on a football field. Um, but if you're, if you're a liberal, you can't, they can't be fired, right? Yeah, it's true. It's just unbelievable. Okay. Oh, by the way, excuse me for interrupting. Did you hear, Bob? It may be on your list. Um, But remember the school teacher you reported on that got fired? He was a coach, and he got fired for um, saying prayer. Yeah, yeah, on the football field. They rehired him. I read, and I don't know if you heard this. I saw it somewhere, and I didn't have a chance to to email you about it, to ask you about it. Um, And I don't know if it's true, but I think I heard that after they rehired him, he did one prayer and quit. Oh, I didn't know he quit. I, I heard yeah, he yeah. got rehired. Yeah, he got rehired and kind of as a show of um, strength. It was like, it, you know, he's like, okay, I forced him to hire me back. I didn't put up with this nonsense and the tyranny violating my religious freedoms. Uh, prayed and then quit. I love that move. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know he quit. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You got all kinds of information I don't have. <laughs> well, that's rare, so... I got to pat All myself right. on the back when I when I when I come up with a story Bob Walters doesn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, college crazies. The Supreme Court in California has just ruled that state private universities are not obligated to allow students accused of sexual abuse or intimate partner violence to cross-examine their accusers. Isn't that weird? It's going to be yeah. a court proceeding, but not a hearing at the university. Wow, it's crazy. That means you can be, be famed kids and. Get them in trouble. Yeah. And you can't even you can't even counter them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, later on next hour, I was going to talk about this uh, Danny Masterson rape situation out of Hollywood and the Church of Scientology because I'm concerned about this movement of believe all women and men are automatically all guilty that's going on. And particularly when it, we're talking about young men, boy, what a horrible position they're in. If anybody, any girl, can make a claim and they can't. You know, um, and, and, and that's a part of your constitution, by the way. You have the right to uh, face your accuser, which is why even children are dragged into courts or have to do video testimony because you have the right to, to face your accuser. Yep. Wow. Just a, a bad trend that's going on. Very bad. Very bad. All right. Students at George Mason University and Temple University and others across the nation have had to relearn the basics in math since they were not even near grade level following the pandemic shutdown. At other universities, engineering and biological majors struggle to grasp the basic functions such as fractions and exponents. <gasps> Did you bad. say these were engineering majors and they couldn't do basic yes. fractions? Correct. <laughs> well, I hope none of these people are going to be civil engineers and be working on any bridge I drive over down the road. I know. Pun or, intended. Or maybe become a doctor or something like that on your house. Boy, boy. Ah. That's frightening. Anyway, it is bad. Unbelievable. A lecturer at Indiana University, Purdue, in Indianapolis posted a bulletin explaining how, quote, Christian privilege, unquote, is linked to white supremacy and systemic racism at American, North American and indigenous studies at the college. Crazy statement. Totally. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's just Where's, all day, every day, yeah, you know, I mean, but what do you, of course, you're going to have that because this is coming from the party that literally said a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is racist. 
a mantis racer. <laughs> we had jumped the shark back when that happened. I know. Amazing. All right, Bob, okay. you know what? I think this is a good time to take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we'll continue with the college crazies with Bob Walters on this final segment of Hour One of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't you go anywhere. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Hey, don't forget our podcast. If you miss any part of tonight's show, and I know so many of you want to make sure that they get to they get to hear Bob Walters and all his stories that he share with us. Don't forget you can download our podcast. They're usually up by noon the next day, not Fridays. We ain't working on podcasts on the weekends, but by Monday they should be up, and then you can uh, hear any part of the show uh, that you might have missed or you want to rehear again. And definitely make sure you share it with all your friends. And also, don't forget we have a twenty four hour hotline. It's 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. Give us a call, share topic ideas, suggestions, and that's where you go to call if you don't want to come on the show uh, yourself, but you just got something you want to share with us. Uh, That's the number that you call. All right. Continuing on with our buddy, Bob Walters, you got some more college crazies? Yeah, I've got one more. Um, Claremont Graduate University here in California has publicly announced its endorsement of the NAACP's diversity no matter what pledge. Never heard of that, but that's what the announcement was. The NAACP has called on more than 1,600 U.S. colleges and universities to adopt the program after the Supreme Court's ruling that affirmative action for admission is racist and had to stop. They intend to continue using race consideration in the administration process, as is the case in many others. Uh, so they're just going to violate the law? Is that what Claremont yeah. College is saying? Yeah, that's why they say diversity no matter what. So they're going to put it on a different banner, different uh, headline, but they're still going to discriminate on the basis of race. That's obviously what it's about. Shame. You know, the, this is this is this is how common communist and revolutionaries work. You know, um, they are hell bent. No, you know, the ends justifies the the end justifies the means. Uh, they'll do anything that they want to do. And quite frankly, because the Republican Party lets them get away with it, you kind of almost can't blame them. You know, there's no teeth. Nobody's ever held accountable for anything. So, you know, why wouldn't I mean, and you've got a president of the United States who's obviously been breaking the law, certainly going back to his vice president days. So, you know, of course, Claremont Colleges and that that used to be a reputable, really respectable outfit. And the fact that they fired John Eastman, who is one of the Trump attorneys that has been indicted in Georgia, told me everything I needed to know about that shady outfit out there. So they no longer have any respect. They're in the heap along with Harvard. Along with most of the colleges, I'm afraid. Yeah, right. Good point. Okay, some some bad news, more of it. (laughs) The real reason for recruitment failure is the message to heterosexual males that the military will discriminate against you. The 478-page manual now being used clearly says that you must take classes on white privilege, that you are racist, homophobic, and transphobic. You will not be promoted since there are too many white officers now. Blacks, feminists, homosexuals, and transgenders will be first considered for any promotion in your coming years. And this right. is a yeah, manual um, given to the, the recruits, trying to get a recruit. So the U.S. military, whose role is to uphold the Constitution and protect our freedoms and our national sovereignty, right. is come out openly and said in their recruitment practices, that they're going to shred the Constitution and discriminate in their hiring practices. Yeah, they, they've done work. Got it. Totally. Got it. Uh, no wonder kids aren't joining. It's a shame. No, no. Okay. Well, you know, 
Go Come ahead. on. No, no, it's just it's just disturbing. It's there was a time where we at least felt that our US military was somewhat insulated and immune yeah. from the from the politicizing and and the um from becoming so completely politicized that they'd gone off the rails and there they are. Yeah, now, now they're 25% short of recruits. That's a lot. Of course. Of course. And they and this and this also coming after them purging a lot of the free the freedom fighters, right? The Obama administration, yeah. Obama purged a lot of the a lot of the top brass that were there were hardcore true uh patriots and um, and then they they did the purge going down to the to, to the rank and file back when they said you'll either take this shot, you know, or you'll be expelled. Yep. They and they got rid of a lot of them, over a hundred thousand. Got 000. rid of a lot. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Moms for Liberty have planned an event at a local library in Davis, California, and even paid the fee. But at the last minute, it was canceled by the library since they considered the topic, that, which was to develop rules for fair and safe sports for women, is now considered transphobic since men changed to women, needed to be respected, and such topics cannot be allowed in the library. That library is being paid for with taxpayer dollars. Yeah. And just like the military being funded with taxpayers' dollars, they're discriminating and, and uh, trampling people's constitutional rights with our money, we every everybody in Northern California, all these Republicans, and there's some up there, should all be picketing and surrounding that library and demanding, demanding. Of course, see, this is why we why we need to get some power back because we should be defunding. Quite frankly, every library in this country should be defunded right now. Yeah, with what's going on, absolutely. Make the Democrat yeah. Party fund them out of their own money. Don't take another dime from me <laughs> or any other American with what they're doing. You got it, girl. Yep. Thank you, doll. All right, San Francisco schools have set up a plate date, and but it was restricted to only black, brown, and API families. White kids were not allowed, even though the event was classified as an event to end racism. See, that's, that's, the racists in this country are the liberals, not the conservatives. Yeah, Every, they, everything is through the prism of your skin color. Yeah, or 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 you know, or, or it, and, and it's discriminatory too to view everything through gender. That's discriminatory. They're they're racist. They're misogynistic. They're just at the you know uh, heterophobic because yep. they hate straight people. We know they hate straight people, but then on the same token, they realize that the only way to make more liberals is to have a few of these straight people involved in the procreation process, <laughs> right? So they, yeah. you know, crazy. It's insane. Uh, what else you got for us tonight, my my dude? Unions in in California hate charter schools, which are funded by public schools. So they've stepped up the effort to cut spending on charter schools by $5,200 per student versus what public schools spend, uh, which is $17,000 in Los Angeles per student. Oh, my god! This gosh. is the great results charters are having by increasing achievement levels in all aspects. But the teachers union can't have it because the non-union teachers is the ones teaching in those classes. Well, right. I mean, they don't like the competition because, quite frankly, uh, they lose to the competition. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And and not only that, they, they lose to the competition. They don't want the competition. Number one. And one of the reasons why they don't want the competition is because they literally want to keep students stupid. They want to churn out illiterate, unskilled socialist soldiers for the state whose only goal is to be out there rallying and pushing like a whole bunch of mini little Che Guevara's. It makes China and Russia real happy with us. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, because oh, yeah. we're no competition for China and Russia. Not and right now. More and more. Mm-hmm. Okay, the American Psychological Association 
has published a survey of 15,000 teachers and found that 22% of them have been physically assaulted by students since the George, George Floyd racial reckoning uh, situation. Whites are 79% of teachers, and blacks are radically overrepresented among diverse, disruptive students. The administrators fear civil rights regulators attacking them. So efforts to remove unruly black students or control their behavior is muted mm-hmm. out of fear of discipline that they might suffer from. 49% of teachers in this country now plan to quit, according to that survey. Well, of course. You're a city. You're you're not allowed to discipline, and you've got you've got uh, students who feel completely emboldened and entitled to not only hate somebody, hate their teacher because of the color of their skin, but actually physically attack them. Because and 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 why wouldn't they think that? Because during the summer of quote love in 2020, the Black Lives Matter groups went all over this country and beat people up and murdered people in the name of Black Lives Matter. Uh, we saw it after George Floyd, and uh, we we continue to see. Uh, the crime wave across this country because of a sense of entitlement. And we and then out here in California, there's proposals that uh, black people should spend for the same crime, should go to jail for less time than white people. And so it's all this form of reparations. And so what, what's being drilled into black kids heads today is that um, they're victims and they're entitled to do whatever they want, behave whatever they yep. want and get whatever they want. And white kids are being told that they're inferior because they're white and they need to feel guilty and allow themselves to be persecuted because of something that they had nothing to do with many years ago. That's really sad. It's terrible. And it's destroying this country. And um, we don't have enough people fighting back for it. But if more people at least know, that's why we do these segments so that people will be aware of what's going on and start getting active. And um, and and then and then what happens with the de- when the Dems when they lose teachers because of something like this, then you've given reports to where uh, districts are hiring people that aren't qualified to be teachers. Yeah, that sadly is what's going on. Yeah, Just yeah, it's exactly what's going on. Decline as a country, God. Yeah, well, right, yeah, I'll, and that's all by design. I'll bring it to you more local in San Diego. San Diego Unified School District has exploded in their budget from. $1.4 billion in 2017 to $2 billion this past year, a 43% increase. This at a time when the school population has dropped by 13,600 students, or 11%. All this while the test scores and achievements levels have dropped as well. Why this trend? Per student cost has risen from t- since 2017 from 11000 to 17500 I think it's time for school choice for parents to well, begin to yeah, it, it, their own decision. The, these public schools are as bad as the FBI. I mean, they need to be dismantled brick by brick, in my opinion, and just, you know, privatize it all. Take the taxpayers' money and, you know, put it up, apply it to, to private schools, in my opinion. There's no excuse for San Diego Unified to be up in their budget at all, let alone by that amount, when the student population is going down, as well as academic achievement in the toilet. Yep. So, all right, yeah. we, we've got just enough time left for you to tell everybody about We the Kids. Okay, We the Kids. It's a great organization for parents to use their the books and the materials that you can get from that organization so you can share it with the kids and turn their mind around to support and be proud of America's history and learn more about what the structure and the Constitution is about. Because not learning that in school anymore. Mm-hmm. The parents have to help mm-hmm. do this at night. Mm-hmm. WeTheKids.us is where you can get the materials for free, but you can also make contributions if you want to help them expand their, their efforts throughout the country. WeTheKids.us. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear... From the the kids themselves, uh, go back and listen to the podcast from August 10th. They were on for two segments, and you'll get to hear these amazing young people talking about what We the Kids meant to them, what they've learned. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.